Well, welcome everybody to the Dr. Hank Show. And we're here to just inspire, uplift you, to bring you more income, more of what you want, more of your dreams come true. And boy, do I have a special, special guest with us today, a man that has invested 40 years on training and developing teams around the world, that he is not only a student, but really the teacher of Og Landino. And, and I don't know if you remember the book that Og did, but the greatest salesman in the world. And so I want to introduce to you Dan McCormick. And in my opinion, the greatest salesman in the world. <laughs> Dan, welcome to the show. Dr. Hank, it's great. Thank you so much for the invite. Isn't it amazing how we met each other just through another beautiful soul in the universe that recommended we meet? And here we are. Fast yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just amazing on how you can attract really anything you want in our in your life. We just need to have that. And we were talking before about the abundant mindset, you know, and we just love that. And so I think, you know, as I went through and you just have so much expertise and and just a teacher of teachers and, and of this, you know, the greatest salesman in the world and also the greatest miracle of the world. And if I can, um, and, and again, I, you know, like your personal life's amazing, you have 14 grandchildren, and I know you've <laughs> been with them, you've been married 39 years. So, I mean, personally and professionally, you got it together. And, and please share with us, where, where does this success come from? Where, how do you become the greatest salesman in the world? That, what are your thoughts on that? What are the nuggets that you're going to share with us? Well, there's that old adage, and thank you so much for the kind words, but there's that old adage that we all marry up. <laughs> and boy, did I get way up there when I married because, you know, it's interesting. My wife's father in Calgary, Alberta was a business owner, and all the business owners got together once a month in their book club. And so we're talking about, you know, 40, 50 years ago now, we're talking about he had this collection of books that was just amazing. My wife went to the book club with all these business owners. And of course, the book of the month was The Greatest Salesman in the World. That book is now 50 years in its, in its history. Oh. And lo and behold, uh, thank goodness to my wife and to some other business associates that said, hey, look, these 10 scrolls changed my life. And so Wow. You know, Ogmandino wrote that book in 1968, or it was published in 68. Yeah. Of course, W. Clement Stone, the amazing owner of uh, so many great words of wisdom and books, yeah. but also the Combined Insurance Corporation of America, he met Og when Og was in his darkest moments. Wow. And Dog, Og was facing that Cleveland pawn shop window, the story goes, late one night, cold, rainy, wet, $20 in his pocket. He sees a, a gun in the window and he's thinking, hey, I got $20 in my pocket. I got goosebumps every time I tell that story or we call them truth bumps, right? Yeah. And, and Og looked down the street and saw a light and there was an open door and it was a library. And he walked into that library and of course, libraries are full of something, books. <laughs> and as you and I both know, <laughs> leaders are readers. And when you read, you have the aptitude to lead. And I just love the, the idea that Og then became the editor-in-chief of Success Magazine. 
He then was charged with writing that first book and he had the book written, but he didn't have the scrolls done and his publisher was waiting for those scrolls. And lo and behold, one night sitting at the typewriter, his wife brought him coffee all night long. The words appeared and the greatest salesman in the world was born in 1968. Gosh, what a thing. So uh, uh, what a great, inspiring story. And, you know, it's those type of things that make us, you know, know that really when we're in the valley like that, like he was, that can be our greatest opportunity. And for us to realize that, and so if you're in the valley right now, that, you know, just know that there's something there that's calling you to the mountain. And yeah. this is a, a great example of that. Would, could we, could you t- share with us a little about the scrolls? And yeah. I know that we're going to get, everybody's going to, we're not selling anything, by the nope. way, dear. We're just offering to enlighten, uplift you, help you to be what you want, your dreams to come true. And, uh, and you'll actually be able to, uh, Dan McCormick and on Facebook that, you message him and talk about these 10 scrolls and uh you know he wants to know we want to know you know what you like best which one and so um could you share with us about what did these scrolls do to you and and what what's the most impactful to you wow i'm so glad you asked that because i just i those again those truth bumps just light up when i when you ask me that because when you mentioned the valley yeah. Think of the very first few words that Og writes in the valley from the paradigm of an alcoholic, a failed marriage, a daughter that doesn't want to talk to you. And Og starts us off by giving us a challenge. It's a fascinating challenge in the greatest salesman in the world. And he says this, he says, I give you 75 to one odds that you won't even complete the book. Because when he wrote those scrolls, he then asked us to read the scrolls three times a day. You read the first one on a Sunday night, and it starts off in his valley, in his deepest, darkest moments. And he says, today, I will begin a new life. Now, as a, coming from the paradigm of an alcoholic, he's today, I begin that new life. I shed my old skin, and, and he takes on this new life, and he asks us, to, uh, do I have my scrolls in, uh, let's see, I missed my scrolls. Oops, I got them in, in, in the wrong order, but I'm going to pull it up here. But what's fascinating about that is when he says, today I begin a new life, for those that are watching us live and can see it, you can see my scroll right here. This is right out of the book. Wow. And he says, today I begin that new life. And he asks you to read that on a Sunday night. And, you know, all goes on to say, today I'm born anew and my birthplace is a vineyard where there is fruit for all. So when you, as you and I, as you give voice of optimism to people on your podcast all the time, the, the, right. the clients that you coach, the people that you inspire, you yeah. think about that. I shed my old skin and that birthplace is anew. And yeah. I love the book of Romans, you know, or, uh, when, when Paul says, be ye transformed mm-hmm. by the renewing of your mind. Yeah. And so when you change your mind, you said something earlier that made me think of that thoughts are things. You know, I remember my very first time I heard Jim Rohn, thoughts are things. What you think about, you bring about. I mean, ask our audience today or someone listening to the podcast six weeks, six months or six years from now, right. how can you possibly become what you're not thinking about? 
And so Og puts it out there for us. And so I love scroll number one because I was that person as wow. a 19-year-old. Wow. No well, self-esteem. You don't, and that's what I love too is, and if I can, that you you decided to become an entrepreneur at 19. Yeah. And by 22, you really hit the pinnacle of, of sales. I mean, yeah. years. And, so, and so we we at 19, here I am. You know, I'd already finished college. I, was, I always like to ask my live audiences, you know, how many of you have had a college experience? Raise your hand. And, you know, lots of people raise their hands. And I said, well, how many of you finished in just two weeks time? And uh, that was me. I finished college in two weeks. Not everybody would agree that that's the way it's supposed to happen. But for me, <laughs> I was just, I wasn't ready for that commitment. I, I, I was too immature to know how to learn. And I didn't have an interest level in what they wanted me to learn. Yeah. And so when that book came to me, the greatest salesman in the world, and my friend Larry says, look, this changed my life. And he went from living in a, in a, in a duplex to living the lifestyle of, of, of multimillionaire yeah. in short order because he met my wife and they became business partners in, in, in a way. Wow. Um, and so that first scroll I love. Yeah. But then scroll number two is where it really got me because I said I was no self-esteem, no self-worth, and no net worth. But there was also something else that I really didn't have a concept of understanding. And I know you do at a very high level. I didn't understand the word love. I didn't know what it meant to affirm another person. I didn't know what it meant to be what Og was teaching me in scroll number two. And this is, this is the word that echo, Dr. Hank, almost every morning when I am cognizant, waking up, I will greet this day with love in my heart. Mm. And then Og says, muscle can split a shield and even destroy life, but only the unseen power of love can open the hearts of men and women. And until I master this art, mm. I will remain no more than a peddler in the marketplace. Mm. So when you ask me about my scrolls, you're yeah. talking about my life. You're talking about every fiber of my being, being that 19 year old moldable young child, somebody saying, Hey, look, Dan, your paycheck's going to be tied to your personal growth. You better get on with it here and start learning some things from the scroll. So hopefully that answers your question to some degree. But when you talk about, I will greet this day with love in my heart, it really moves me because mm. now you and I, we love meeting people every day. Right. We love life. We love the journey. We love the ups and the downs. And, and, and Og just said it so beautifully when he says, and how will I speak? I will laud mine enemies and they will become friends. Uh, and I think that everybody out there, I, I think every day I have a new friend I'm waiting to meet. And that's kind of how you and I met not long ago. Exactly. Exactly. And, you know, there's so many things to comment on that, but the, the, uh, two things that come to mind first is on this power of love. It, it truly is the uh, it, it God's divine. I, I look at God as this loving energy and this love is, it's the most powerful energy that there is. And 
the opposite of that, most people might say, uh, you know, love, hate, whatever, but it's actually fear because mm. uh, underneath all of us that we are love, the essence of who we are is love. And so to, to take that into, you know, this new day and, and really everything is, you know, like a new moment. And the other point there is on the people that, you know, we've have been, the number one fear in America is public speaking. Yeah. The reason over and above death. And the reason why that is, is because when we were little and our parents, teachers, whatever, were trying to do the best job they could and trying to protect us, if you will. But they said, don't talk to strangers. And it's like we heard strangers because they were thinking, you know, we'd be killer or whatever. And we're thinking, man, I don't want to be near any strangers. And that's what you have and you public speaking and you have strangers. But when you just change that mindset to they're just the next friends like you and I are, Dave, that when you have that attitude, that it just flows and love will overcome all of our fears. Yeah, it's a beautiful way of putting it. And I always like looking at the uh, couple of the Greek origins, right? So if we look at philia, right, we look at Philadelphia, we look at brotherly love, the city of brotherly love. If we right. look at agape, we look at godly love. If we look at eros, we look at romantic love. And so ah. I love philia. I mm. love, like you said, making that new friend. And, and yeah. personally, I think when somebody doesn't really want to strike up a conversation, I find it more fun and more challenging to see if I can get them to kind of loosen up. You know, it's like some people are so stiff and so afraid and so cool. Oh, and yeah, God. it's just a, it's just a great thing. So I love Philia. I love yeah. the, the 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 idea of brotherly love. And Og likes to say that um, how will I do? It? He says and and uh, I will greet this day with love in my heart. And how will I do it? Henceforth, I will look on all things with love, and I will be born again. I will love the sun for it warms my bones, right? Yet I will love the rain for it cleanses my spirit. So he's got this way of looking at the, the optimism. I think the greatest success stories in the world are people that have high levels of optimism. Yeah. And I really like the word because, you know, some people would look at the rain and say, oh my goodness, the rain, yeah. but the rain, oh my goodness, cleanses my spirit, he says. So yeah. I really do love that scroll. And uh, obviously there's 10 iconic scrolls throughout mm -hmm. the book. And, and he asks you to read each one for uh, three times a day for 30 days. Yeah. And then you grade yourself yourself each evening. Right. And so for any of you, your listeners that, that, that yeah. listen, I would love it if they message me, Dan McCormick, and you'll see me on my Facebook page. I, I do, a, I'm very active with my 14 grandkids and pictures <laughs> and posts, but I love to hear what, what scroll yeah. is most pertinent to individuals in where they're at today. That, that's awesome. Now, how would they get, how would we get a hold of the scroll? Is there like an easy way to get all of yeah, it? Yeah, just type in the 10 scrolls on YouTube and let Og read them to you. <laughs> I mean, his voice is so like, you know, sometimes people joke about having the voice of God. Well, he's just yeah. got that voice oh, that oh, you oh. want to listen to, that, that soothing, comforting voice. Like, like there's nothing for him to take from you. It's just him giving to you. It's just the abundant mentality. So that's the easiest, but I do recommend yeah. everybody have the copy 
of yeah. the greatest salesman in the world, the book. You want to read the story. Yeah. Uh, I've also, I mean, I've got some of other Og's other books that I, I like to read almost every year. The Gift of Akbar, The yeah. Choice. Mm. He's just such a, a unique writer wow. that I just, I just feel better as a person being yeah. with my best friend who's not here since yeah. he passed away in 1996 and there just re-listening to his words. But the greatest great. salesman in the world, Hank, uh, is the book. Okay. The greatest secret in the world is the journalized version of the book. Oh, okay. So you can get the journalized version and you keep score every night. And I promise you, I'll make the promise that he makes to you. Wow. If you finish this book, he likes to say that only principles endure. And that's what the greatest salesman is about. It's not about sales techniques. Techniques. Yeah. It's about principles. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. It's not. And you know, I, I one of the things I teach is that would we all stop trying to manipulate the world? Yes. That that good luck with that. The world is changing all the time. The people are changing all the time, etc. And you're you know you're like a dog chasing your tail that you won't get anywhere. But when you realize this is an inside job, the kingdom within us, and for us to be able to embrace that, I have a, a, a comment that, uh, or a sentence on that, um, the ego says, um, all will be well when the outside world is well, okay? Mm -hmm. And so when I get all my stuff in order, if you will, it'll be well. But the soul says that you shall find the peace all as well that when you go within. And then this whole idea of 10 actually uh, of uh, love, uh, Shemuel is the archangel of love. And I teach about the archangel. Yeah, I've heard you do that. And Shemuel has seven loves. And of course, they're the ones that you just brought up and uh, Palathea, that, that's one of them, which is the love of self to increase your capacity to love. So, you know, it's just amazing how all this intertwines here and it's just, it really is about love. It is about an inside job. And, um, and so was that the 10 scrolls by Og? Is that how you get it? Yeah, if you go to YouTube, you can just type in the 10 scrolls by Og Mandino, OG yeah. Mandino. But yeah. I also want to add this, Hank, because yeah. I think uh, I think that our listeners will really love this because when he concludes that second scroll, so the first scroll is today I begin a new life. The second scroll is I will greet this day with love in my heart. Yeah. He concludes that second scroll by saying, I will greet this day with love in my fourth, love, uh, love in my heart. Henceforth, I will love all mankind. Yes. From this moment, he says, all hate is let from my veins. Mm -hmm. For I have not time to hate, only time to love. Mm -hmm. From this moment, he says, I take the first step required to become a man among men. With love, here's the sales part. Think about the salesman mm -hmm. that's trying to spiel you. And then we'll get to the number one rule in sales momentarily here. Okay. But he says, with love, I will increase my sales. Hank, get this, a hundredfold. <laughs> and become a great salesman. I have no other qualities. I can succeed with love alone. And I do feel like that person sometimes that, you know, we know that even a broken clock is right twice every 24 hours. 
So I don't have to say the perfect thing. As long as I believe in my product and I'm solving somebody else's problem, he concludes without it, I will fail. Mm -hmm. Though I possess all the knowledge and the skills of the world. So to me, it's it's brilliance in principle. Mm -hmm. And that number one rule in sales, he's basically teaching it to us right here. Yeah, And that is people think about this for those that are listening today. What would you think the number one rule in sales is? And people might say, well, it's the closing. Yeah, And I, I might say that it's the opening, mm-hmm. but we might even go a step further and say, it's all of it. It's because the number one rule in sales. And the reason I came on this podcast with you, yeah. short order, what did I have with you? Trust. Yeah, That's the number one rule in sales is trust. And when you trust people and you service people with your, what you're selling to people and they trust you, they will tell their friends about it. Oh my gosh. Just absolutely love it. And yeah, that's that trust. And I always, uh, the way that if I would have had, if you would have asked me that question on what's the number one rule is I always say to come from heart. Yeah. I love that. And to release your analytical mind that's trying to figure it out and how to do it and what to say and everything, and just show up with love, you know, and lead with love. And people say, Well, how do you do that? Or what does that mean? Just ask. Ask if you shall receive. <laughs> you know, right. and could I please? I today want to lead with love. And so what just amazing. You know, I I also know that I wrote the book, um, The Greatest Miracle in the World. And I'm assuming you <laughs> have read that yeah. and know that. And what is uh what does Og share about what is that greatest miracle? I got to tell you, first of all, the reader has to discover that. Ah. The reader has to discover that. But I've got a good friend that was on my podcast, The Greatest Salesman in the World. Yeah. And he actually makes all of his salespeople read The Greatest Miracle first. Wow. I'll, I'll introduce you to him. You may want to introduce it. It's just fantastic. Yeah. But, but it is interesting. Like he is very steadfast as I am with The Greatest Salesman because that was the book put in my hand. Right. But the greatest miracle was the book that was put in his hand. And so you get this, you know, there's just brilliance in that writing from Og. And the way that story is told, it it really is something that has to be unfolded from the reader. Because the place you're at in your life is sometimes people are going through, as you know, financial difficulty. Other times it could be a challenge in their relationships. Mm. It could be a career challenge. It could be relationship challenges and so on. So you got to read it and you got to unpack it from where you're at Mm. and say, what's, you know, that old radio station, WIFM, right? What's in it for me? (laughs) (laughs) WIFM. Oh, you're just great. And some of these <laughs> comments, they're just fantastic, Dan. Just love you and what you're sharing with us. That, uh, And so, you know, folks, it, it really is talking about, um, hey, are you willing to make a commitment to really just read the one book, if anything, yeah. and you know, the greatest salesman in the world, uh, Og gives you the challenge, Dan has given us a challenge, will you read it? You know, I've written 16 books and, you know, I know that most of the people when they buy it or whatever, that they don't read it, you know, right. they'll be part of it, whatever, but those that read it, 
have miracles happen to them. And so this is a way for us to really um, kind of get out of, even though the title of the book is about salesmen, that really what it is, is about you and you. the authentic you who is, again, uh, when we take all these guarded things off, when we take the chains and blocks of our heart off, that we're pure essence love. And uh, and this is really what this is leading to and with Dan and, and your guidance on there. So um, Dan, in, in kind of just sharing maybe your last thoughts, if you will, that what's something you'd really like to share with us that you think might be beneficial for us? So I've been thinking a lot about that in my own personal life, you know? Yeah. And so I had a deep dive into the scrolls and I asked myself, if, you know, I want to be better, I've got to be present. And so you think about the world would have us be worried about something all the time. The news wants us to be in fear. The world wants us to worry about, you know, this virus or this cancer or this heart, you know, whatever. Yeah. But here's what Og said about that. He had an entire scroll on how to be present because it's so easy to wake up and worry about yesterday and think about tomorrow. Yeah. But he says, I will live this day as if it is my last. Boy. And I can't put sand back in the hourglass. You know, it, sand doesn't flow upward in the hourglass, he says. Uh, but I've been thinking a lot about that word, doctor. Yeah. I, I, I really have been thinking about how do I be more present? Because I'm a scatterbrain. I mean, I mean, we, we, we all have these devices in our hands and at our, and we, we got text messages going, we got notifications coming and we've got social media and we've got all kinds of things. But today I've been thinking literally for the last several hours wow. about what this podcast could do for one person. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, you're going to mail out to thousands of people. I'll put it on my page on Facebook. Sure. And we'll see if there's that one person that can say, you know what? Maybe I was a little bit like Og and I had too much of the bottle yeah. and found that that wasn't the way to go. Yeah. And my relationships crashed. But I think that if you can find yourself just right here, right now on this podcast, whenever you might be listening yeah. and you're not thinking about yesterday, and you're not thinking about tomorrow, but maybe you're just present right here. And I'm going to grab something here and I'll, 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 I'll say that this, this helps you be present. And that is have a journal. You know, yeah. when I traveled the world with Jim Rohn, you know, you sat with Jim and Jim would have his journal out if somebody yeah. was speaking. So you had to have your journal out. Yeah. And I keep a lot of journals in a lot of different topics. Mm -hmm. And I think that not only are readers leaders, but if life is worth living, life is worth recording. And you said you've written all those books. Yeah. So you've recorded a lot of ideas. Right. And we know that ideas can be life changing and you only need the one and you need right. the one that you execute on. Yeah. And so if you buy the book or you buy the scrolls and you don't listen to it, you don't execute on it, it can't move you forward. And so I really yeah. like that word presence. Yeah. And um, hopefully our listeners will as well. 
Well, you bet, Dan. And you know, this present moment, and I'll, I'll give a couple of examples that I, I had uh, where this really hits home for me personally, that I had uh, my yoga teacher, she was talking about how she had cancer a few years back. And then she was talking to uh, this um, uh, other woman about, and other woman said, oh my gosh, my husband had the same cancer and everything. But last year he went to the doctor because he wasn't feeling quite well and they gave him 10 days. And on 10 day, on the 10th day, he passed away. Like, oh my gosh. And so this life is so fragile. And to stay in this present moment, because our what I call the committee, the drunken monkey that you know keeps on chattering away at us, on that if you listen to that drunken monkey, it'll take you on what happened yesterday and oh, what your bank account is and everything. And if we will just trust and know that this present moment has everything in it and that we have all that we want and trust and have faith in God that all will be well, it's certainly well. And uh, just one other, uh, I just talked to the wife now of last Friday, um, uh, this one real estate agent who I know, know was just fine. And uh, Sunday was in the office and he got in his car to leave his office and um, he passed away. Mm. And so, you know, the wife is calling me now and say, you know, what do I do and everything. And, and, and so we, we really don't know, but we do know this, that we have this present moment now. And Dan, let's just embrace it and everything that you shared with us today. On, and let's embrace this present moment. Uh, let's go to love. And uh, that for all of you know that you can be, do, and have everything that you desire. And we're here for you. Again, contact Dan on Facebook, Dan McCormick, message him. Let him know which one of the scrolls out of the 10 that were most meaningful. Start a conversation. Uh, contact me if I can help you at all. My cell is 214-753-7204. Call me. Yes. <laughs> and people always say, oh, you're too busy. I'm not too busy because I never say I'm too busy. That's right. <laughs> So that, with that, Dan McCormick, we thank you so much. And Og, I, I, we feel your presence yes. here. And he's just shining his light. And he's so happy that you're carrying the good news forward. So we love you. And we thank you so much for being on. And all of you know that you can have your dreams come true. And it's all happening right now in this present moment. What an honor. Thank you. Okay. Thank you very thank much. Bye-bye.